That's it, folks. Box a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's said If Pandora's box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Hi, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, and if you're in Ann Arbor, you may notice that uh, it was just recently raining cats and dogs on a stick. And that's appropriate because what is the art fair about but things on a stick? Perhaps people might not come out and say that to you directly because, well, there, there are food and there are people and music and artistry and crockery and everything, but... On a stick, it's it's a gravity-defying magic that comes with the Ann Arbor Art Fair. And one of the first art fairs, you know there are multiple art fairs, one of the very first art fairs was the original musical Saw Art Fair. Let's listen in, shall we? Thank you, thank you. That's from the original Ann Arbor State Street Main Street Musical Saw Art Fair, which doesn't exist. Hope you've enjoyed that. That was recorded yesterday during the art fair. Actually, a fellow main named Mr. Joe Jangles playing the musical Saw and other folks I recorded walking around. In a moment, well, considering the weather, if the weather is okay in a few minutes, I'll tell you about a place where you could actually eat something healthy on the street in Ann Arbor. In the meantime, some artistic expression here from folks who may be bummed out about rain falling on their heads. No, it's not. Hello. It's not raindrops keep falling on my head. No, in fact, it's the sound of people talking behind a painted smile. Folks?
Oof. That's the Isley Brothers and Behind a Painted Smile. Thank you very much for that, Isley Brothers. We're going to hear a little more from them later, very possibly. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and this is the Art Fair edition of today's program. Earlier, we heard from the original musical Saw Art Fair, but we're going to find out about what is possibly the most purple tamale I have ever seen in my life. In fact, there are many choices for food at the Art Fair, and some of them are, in fact, food. Well, there's a pickle on a stick that I saw not far from Main Street, I believe over by Washington. Two or three of those and you are set for the evening. But there are other choices as well. We're going to talk more about some food on a stick in just a moment. But first of all, let's head over to this particular place here. I talked to Sylvia of Pilar's Tamales. Pilar's Tamales is on Packard Street. It's on Liberty, sorry. It's on Liberty Street. But she has a special spot during the art fair. Let's take a listen to what Sylvia has to say right now. We are on the corner of Liberty and Division, right inside a little part that's called Liberty Square Plaza, where there's plenty of shade, lots of trees, and plenty of seating. So what have you got for uh, offering here? Well, you know, our fabulous, famous tamales, of course. We've got about, I would say, eight to nine flavors right now, some vegetarian, some vegan, some sweet. We have a wonderful organic summer squash tamale that just came out last weekend from local Ann Arbor Farmer's Market. So it's got all the little baby squashes, yellow, and even green zucchini, and plenty of cheese. Um, We've got a wonderful, crazy tamale made with blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, and mashed sweet. Uh, bananas, along with a strawberry preserve on the top. That's totally a new tamale for me, but it's so good. It tastes like uh, like a pie minus a crust. That's exciting. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'll have 12. Yes, absolutely. I only have 10. You'll have to take that. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's good. It's been wonderful. You know, I love the art for this. is my sixth year doing it, and so I'm sort of a pro at it now, and doesn't you know, it's, it's wonderful. Part of it for me is just, you know, all the uh, people that come back year after year that happen to just be in town for the art fair and remember our booth so that's always really special you know oh let's go to Pilar's for the tamale so that's wonderful and you know just a time for me as well I kind of see it as a time for little four-day vacation where it's work but it's also a good time yes yeah. Ann Arbor becomes a totally different city it's like vacationing in a different city while working yeah exactly and I really tend to just have the opposite of attitude that a lot of Ann Arbor's sometimes don't have which is they want to get the hell out of town they want to you know it's like I don't want to, I don't it's actually really nice to have all these people from different cities different towns come into our city and share in our culture and also what what's going on in here so I embrace that versus run away from it plus um, you know if I ran away from it then I wouldn't be able to sell any tamales so it wouldn't work <laughs> that, would, that would not work right. so talk, talk about some of the sides you have here yeah we've got the organic black beans and organic white basmati rice combined together which we in El Salvador call casamiento which means marriage it's the marriage between the beans and the rice with garlic onion a little bit of Worcestershire sauce for a little sweetness in there it's really nice and then we have their famous sweet fried plantain bananas which this time of year are fabulous the bananas are ripe, they're sweet, and they need nothing but to just be fried up and, and gobbled up. Um, we have our wonderful juices. We uh, I, This year, I actually went a little bit you know, simpler, and I did a fresh watermelon juice and our famous hibiscus iced tea, which is brewed from 100% dry hibiscus flowers. Um, but fairly simple, fairly simple. We've got plenty of waters and some other, you know, 
drinks that are really, it's not necessarily things that I do, but find that at our fair, people are looking for it. They're looking for that, you know, that Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. And so, hey, you know, it's uh, it's something that I'd like to offer as well because somebody may have, you know, they may not want something made from scratch. They want the the preservatives, the high corn fructose syrup, and so I want to be able to have that for them as well. <laughs> they want to have the authentic uh, mass-produced stuff. Exactly right. Uh, you know, so it's like, what do you do? You just you can't escape that stuff. You just sort of have to like incorporate it into your business once in a while. I won't sell it at the shop, and I certainly won't do it in any other markets, but our fair is a time where you have people all over that that that's what they're looking for so you got to be able to have that for them and uh you know it's a it's an easy sale <laughs> anything else you like to add um i i just life's good i'm enjoying um my shop i'm enjoying the fairs i'm enjoying being outside and seeing all the wonderful you know veggies and things that are coming out and hopefully um, hopefully the next couple of weeks I'll have my sweet corn tamale, uh, which is made from 100% sweet Michigan corn tamale. And it's, uh, it's quite, a, quite a tamale, so I'm hoping to do a batch of that. And also just prepare for some upcoming festivals in September, uh, some of the local, local foods. So, so yeah, that's, that's exciting. Looking forward to the fall and, and uh, you know, some, some new changes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yeah, she got for sale. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yeah, she got for sale. I got a good such a long and tall. She sleeps in the kitchen with her face in the hall. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yeah, she got for sale. I mean, yeah, she got for sale. Yeah. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yeah, she got for sale. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yeah, 
sale. Yeah, that's Robert Johnson and they're red hot. Just talking to Sylvia of Pilar's Tamales with their standover on Liberty Square. Hopefully they're doing all right out there, that there's not too much rain going on right now. I heard about, as I was mentioning earlier, perhaps the most purple tamale I've ever seen in my life. They're Mary Berry Tamale. It's a dessert tamale with uh, blueberries and all kinds of berries and a little strawberry sauce on top. It is something. Now, if you're looking for an alternative to the art fair because you can't find a parking space anywhere in Washtenaw County, for instance... Well, then this might not work. But if you can find a parking space in Washtenaw County, Mitten Made is coming up this Friday and Saturday. It's a show of crafts and other pieces of artwork available at the Blue House. And that is located at, uh, okay, it's bluehouseannarbor.com. It's at 1026 South Main Street. All kinds of artisans with including Sparkle Pants Industries, who can forget Sparkle Pants Industries, Bit O Whimsy, Slow Gin Fizz, hey, that's a food reference, all kinds of things made by local artisans and artists as well, and artisan artists, all at the Blue House in Ann Arbor. Again, that is at 1026 South Main Street. You can find out more about that at bluehouseannarbor.com, and it's this Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sounds like a bit of the Shadow Art Fair vibe, but in Ann Arbor, and there you go, at the Blue House. Now, I promised I would talk about Food on a Stick, and that's a promise I would never, ever back down on, because Food on a Stick is part of the Ann Arbor culture. Chicken on a Stick is available. I know at a couple of places, they don't have a Chicken on a Stick map yet, but I think they're working on one in secret locations where they can come up with the best graphics for it. But Chicken on a Stick, I happen to know, is available at the Michigan Union and at Ingalls Mall. But the Iowa State Fair pretty much has the Ann Arbor Art Fair beat as far as food on a stick. If you go to the Iowa State Fair website, there are about 50 different items on a stick available. They include as follows the chocolate-covered key lime round on a stick. It's kind of like a key lime pie, only it's round, which pies are. I've had that. It's good. I've had it in Detroit. But how about fried pickle on a stick? How about deep fried ho-ho on a stick? Fudge puppy? Well, we know what that is, don't we? No. It's a waffle drenched in chocolate syrup and topped with whipped cream. Chili dog on a stick? This is important for people who don't believe in gravity, who instead believe in intelligent falling to back up their beliefs with that Mm. And the Fantastic Pork on a Stick, and then there's the Morose Pork on a Stick, not available this year. Chicken Lips on a Stick, probably my favorite choice. Naturally, Chicken Lips on a Stick consists of breaded chicken breast smothered with hot sauce stripped with blue cheese dressing. Also, again, the gravity-defying Salad on a Stick, the Potato Lollipop, Hot Bologna on a Stick, and so much more. Buffalo chicken on a stick. How many different kinds of candy bars? Honey on a stick. That is a concept. Butter on a stick is another concept. I have had peach on a stick, but those hold up pretty well as long as the stick is nice and sturdy. Those all at the Iowa 
State Fair coming up next month, in case you're not in Ann Arbor next month. Meanwhile, some origins of perhaps the most important food on a stick, that would be corn dog on a stick. Cozy Dog Drive-In in Springfield, Illinois, claims to have been the first to serve corn dogs on sticks in 1940 sticks. It's affecting my mind, which is on a stick. 1946. Also in 1946, Dave Barham opened the first location of Hot Dog on a Stick at Muscle Beach, Santa Monica, California. In Australia, a hot dog sausage on a stick deep-fried in batter, is known as either a Dagwood dog, a Pluto pup, a Pluto pop, or a Dippy dog, depending on region. Variants also exist that use wheat-based or corn-based batters. These are not to be confused with the British and Australian battered sav, which is a saveloy. What is a saveloy? A saveloy is is deep-fried in a wheat flour-based batter. It's a kind of sausage. Deep-fried in a wheat flour-based batter, often used with fish and chips, generally does not contain cornmeal. Now, the saveloy, this is important because what is the origin of this word? It's assumed to originate from the Swiss-French servilet, or servila, sorry, or servilat, ultimately from Latin cerebrus, or cerebrus, originally a pork brain sausage, particularly associated with Switzerland. So it's all in the mind. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and oh, other foods on a stick. In fact, at the Iowa State Fair, they have Dutch letter on a stick. You can get Dutch letters on a stick. Dutch letters, also called Boterletter, it's a baked pastry crust filled with a sugared almond paste filling and shaped into a letter. So you can get those on a stick, and you can wave them around in protest if you like. And a friend of mine mentioned mutton on a stick. Now, I, I didn't believe him, but I, but I was wrong. I looked it up, and in fact, in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, at the restaurant Maris, you can in fact order kurma shish kebek, also known as mutton on a stick. And the restaurant promises a wide range of Kyrgyz national cuisine and original horse meat dishes, all this in a cozy, round lodge. There you go, Maras in Tashkent, Uzbekistan. Now, I also heard from an Ann Arborite about sparrow on a stick. And this was actually for real. I believe she had it in China. Very crunchy, not a whole lot of meat, but it's a very popular street food. I believe she said again that it was in China. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and, you know, sparrow on a stick makes me think of birds on a stick, and that makes me think of birds on a wire, and that makes me think that my mind is on a wire and that that I'm on a high wire, and I think uh, we're just going to have to do this now. Like a bird on a stick Like a puppy painted onto a brick I have tried in my way to make art like a duck made of dirt like a fish on a big old t-shirt I have tried to bring your wallet close to my heart I saw chicken fajita for ten ninety-five, eaten by a middle-aged couple looking barely alive. I heard a musical ensemble from Ecuador. I had a strange kind of feeling. 
I'd heard them before Like a bird on a stick Like a pillow shaped like a tick I have tried in my way to make art. That is just beautiful, isn't it? That is Ready Cash, the third cousin 14 times removed from the building of Johnny Cash. And that is Burn on a Stick, a song that was made for art fair. Quite literally, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food on a stick. And coming up at 7 o'clock, Face the Music. Will that be on a stick, Arwolf? Will Face the Music be on a stick today? That's up to you. We're here to serve you. We're here to serve you. So so it's up to you. Here's another alternative, actually. If you can't make it to the Mitten Maid Festival at the Blue House, if you like tea, there's something very nice going on. There's nothing nicer than drinking a nice cup of tea. Well, there's a group called the Michigan Tea Party Alliance. They're hosting a Liberty Fair on July 24th, that's this Saturday, at the Eaton County Fairgrounds in Charlotte, Michigan. Isn't that nice? They're going to have guests including Phyllis Schlafly, who I believe makes a very nice cup of tea. There will be stump speeches, activities for the kids. And this is a chance to meet the folks who want our votes up close and personal, it says here. Isn't that nice? It's a family-oriented event with inflatable play areas, which are necessary in all social situations. Clowns, crafts, historical games, and a chance to meet the founding fathers and folks running for office. Isn't that nice? I think so. That's the Liberty Fair in Charlotte, Michigan. Thank you very much. Now, if you find yourself scared of large crowds in, say, the art fair, for instance, and you you want to try to find ways to fight them off, you might take this advice on uh, fighting wild animals. Okay, here it is. From the from the United Nations, there have been farmers in Africa and other parts of the world trying to fight off wild animals in less than humane ways. Well, the United Nations, this is according to Reuters here, says that there are some ways you can get rid of some of these large animals in a more humane way. For instance, if you have a problem with elephants that might ruin your crops, there is another suggestion, chili pepper. A plastic gun that fires ping-pong balls full of chili that bursts on an elephant's skin and will send it running for cover. Another message suggests another method suggests setting fire to a chili-based mixture so the smoke deters the elephant. Don't know what I think of that. Kenyan donkeys donkeys from Kenya, in fact, are aggressive in defending farmland against even animals a lot bigger than they are. So, get a donkey. And baboons, which enter buildings to steal food, may be scared off by placing a snake, preferably alive, inside a hollowed-out loaf of bread. In Mozambique, where crocodiles kill 300 people a year, proper fencing at watering points could save lives. Hippos can be deterred at night by a bright torch shining on them. So... Keep in mind, though, hippos and elephants are extremely aggressive and can charge. So, information on how to keep wild animals away, again, useful possibly in art fair. And speaking of which, elephant ears are being served at the art fair. None of the people who served them that I spoke to were willing to be quoted on the record. But off the record, I was told that the elephant ears uh, did not, there were no elephants, there were no elephants hurt in the making of the elephant ears. And if they were... They were free-range elephants anyway, and it's none of your beeswax. That's what they told me. So that you can take 
as a fact. Now, this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're going to take just a moment right now to do just one more little thing here. One more thing. There is a piece of information I read about in the Jackson Citizen Patriot that the new federal health care law includes requirements for employers to let their female employees pump breast milk. So I looked it up at the U.S. Department of Labor website. Employers are required to provide reasonable break time for an employee to express breast milk for her nursing child for one year after the child's birth, each time such employee has need to express the milk. Here now is a breastfeeding public service announcement from Cambodia. Hey, ผมได้แผ่โอนสวดก้อกันไอ้บ่ตอกตะกาโอนมั่นเด้อจ้ะตะติงนั่งนั่งเราเว้ยบ่นอกมันกลัวเปลือยแกแม่ชรับรับผ
in my pocket. Seven o'clock. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, eighty-eight point three megahertz. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement, run by students. This is experimental, experiential radio from the U of M with lots and lots of community involvement. My name is R. Wolf. It's time for Face the Music. It's uh, currently raining like hell in Ann Arbor, and the streets are awash with um, uh, touristas who are sopping wet. Most of them are retreating into uh, uh, places where they can purchase alcohol. Uh, so it's going to get pretty ugly down here. And it's the, the art fair is generally uh, a rather ugly scene. Lots of brutality. Uh, charging uh, the food is, is, uh, that you buy on the streets is, is doubled or even tripled in price from what uh, normal working people pay for it uh, under normal circumstances, whatever those might be. So uh, we'd like to examine the art fair, and it's interesting to examine it while it's sopping wet. We'll begin with the fine artiste blues, played by R. Crumb and his cheap suit serenaders. 